Good evening, guys. Welcome back to Bam Badass Midnight Movies. I'm Jeff, and I'm joining you as we're going to finish Creepy Doll. I guess we're finishing the Creepy Doll stuff right now. We finished Chucky 1, Chucky 2, the original ones. We finished the remake. And of course, we have to finish... No, I think we have another movie after this. I believe it's Fallen. But as far as like Creepy Doll stuff goes, we're going to finish the month by doing... Megan, a newer one. This was 2000. Oh, I don't have the dates. I always pull up stuff. This is 2021. Yeah, so it's a recent. This is like one of the newer movies that we have done here on BAM. I think it's probably the newest. I, I wish I had an archive guy to check it out for me. But I believe it's the one, one of the most recent ones. Like the films we do are like, you know, at least old, three, four, five years. We've never had a set rule of it. But we've never done new, new, new movies. And I think this is the first new, new movie. So we're doing Megan. And I heard about this movie through um, I'm one of the old guys who didn't want to get on TikTok. Trust me, it was a while to get me on there. Because I was like, ah, it's stupid for kids. But then uh, Mike, actually, he um, he's like, no, they actually have some videos on there. And, and then I was like, okay, I broke down finally. So I got a TikTok. Have a couple videos up there if you want to check it out. They're stupid, but hey, I need some likes. So anywho, I'm just flipping through the TikToks and I see this creepy little doll doing this creepy little dance and then chasing a guy where I guess it looked like a hatchet. And that's how I found out about Megan. And I kept seeing this and this was like, I believe it was like three or four months before the movie was released, but they did a good, really good job on their viral campaign, TikToks and everything. It was really intense. And then when I saw the movie, I was really pleasantly surprised. And I'm not going to spoil anything if you haven't seen it yet, but uh, to me, it's not really a horror movie. And uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that, definitely. But um, I got it at 000. And I'll do a little countdown. And we will watch... Megan. In three, two, one. Press play. Good old Universal Studios. Um, known for the Fast and the Furious franchise. That's their big baby. And of course, this is a Blumhouse production. Because pretty much Blumhouse nowadays has like the horror market kind of cornered. I mean, there's a couple horror movies here and there. I mean, overseas, Korean horror movies. But as far as like the States go, I would definitely say that Blumhouse pretty much has it on lockdown. Oh, this is Atomic Monster and Blumhouse. So, oh, that's interesting. I'm sorry. I've been corrected. When we were doing the um, the Child's Play remake, 2019's Child's Play remake, I kind of mentioned how they were sort of going to, instead of like the creepy doll being possessed by voodoo stuff, 
they're going to more of the you know evil AI gone wrong, and I don't want to say it's a trope using the evil AI, but it has been done. You know, either you're gonna have Terminator One, Terminator Two, or you're gonna have this movie. I think I think Johnny Depp was an evil AI in a movie. Ooh, ooh, man, I have to look that one up now. Give me a second, guys. <laughs> Now, this is the Jelly Belly sort of like. <laughs> Mom and Dad going off, taking the kid out. And it's kind of like a almost a social commentary and almost like how kids are today. I mean. And that's insane to me. Because when I was growing up, you know, we didn't have, you know, I'm going to sound like the old man. I didn't have any, we had computers, but, you know, obviously they were the size of buildings. Nowadays, like I'm holding my iPhone right now, another computer right here. And we used to go outside, play with our G.I. Joe's, Transformers, and etc. But nowadays, kids are just solely, I don't want to say solely reliant, but, you know, it's a technological age. This is insane. This is insane the way this movie begins. And it goes right into the tile, which is kind of clever. If you see the G kind of just like scrolling around. I got sidetracked. Sorry, guys. See what I said earlier about the last movie when we're talking about Child's Play, the remake. One of the things I mentioned is that they basically, and they, they even said it, like they the Child's Play is a huge influence on Megan, obviously it is. But I think more, yes to the older ones, but to me, definitely has taken like what the remake did and just kind of like, to me, elevated it, made it a lot better. Oh, Johnny Depp is 59 years old. Okay, let's see if I can find this movie that he did where Johnny Depp was sort of like an evil AI. Well, they keep showing that Amber Heard case. God, I was sick, sick of that. Alright, let's see. I, I think it was made in the aughts. I don't know if Johnny Depp was in Tusk. Okay, let's see... Um, you know what? Let me ask Google. 
evil AI. Transcendence, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Kind of the dickhead owner of the company, the tech guy. There's a lot of hidden messages in this movie. Like if you're into social commentary, like um, this thing with the fuzzies right here is the hot toy, and um, well, it's kind of a thing of life in a way. Almost, it's like there's always something. Hopefully not in relationships. I would not recommend doing that if you're truly in love. You know, good for you guys. But a lot of times, especially when it comes to toys, and sometimes people who treat people like this, it is always what's going to on the horizon. Oh, there's something better that's going to come. I remember for the longest time, my father would tell me that. He's like, you know, you're going to be worried with women, you know, because sometimes... Either they're looking for the next best thing because there's always somebody better or they just want to settle down and find somebody nice. I mean, it's just, you know, it's almost like you're settled with your toys, but you want more. I mean, I, I can speak from experience. I'm building. I have little hobbies. I like to build stuff. You know, I'm a big Batman fan. So what I did here in my house and I wanted the guest rooms, I have been building this Batcave, not building it per se, but sort of like this getting things from different areas and piecing them together and like moving and so i didn't build it with my hands but i think you know i've just done some stuff design wise that's freaky by the way that head moving Ew. oh did she blow up yeah What a dick. What a dick. That's Allison Williams, by the way, who plays Gemma. And I'm trying to believe... Is this Brian Williams? Brian Williams is an NBC correspondent decades. I'm trying to see if this is his daughter or not. Let me see. American community. She's best known. Uh, Remind me series. I was born and raised in Canada. Connecticut is a daughter. Okay, yeah, he is. He is the daughter of former NBC News Nightly anchor Brian Williams. So this is her. Is her that's it. That is her daughter. Okay. I know she's done other stuff too. Girls. I never saw it. 
Okay, Simpsons. Yeah, she's been slowly but building her um the league. I used to watch the league. I don't know who the casting director in this film was, but whoever it was, they really got a good actress to play the uh, the sister of the of Megan Williams. Another thing uh, to me, which is honestly the crux of the movie, is the uh, the relationship between, you know, a niece and aunt. You know, you bring thrust into the situation you never thought was going to happen. It happens, and it's all about connect- connecting. You could see in the beginning of the film the daughter was having a problem connecting to her parents. <laughs> I don't have any Tinder notifications. A little sidebar. Um, I have used Tinder app sometimes. I have in the past. Not now. I'm just kind of like focusing on other stuff. Just you know, a little, a little behind the curtain. And the uh, the craziest thing is, I'm not sure if anybody used it, but. You know, they say it's basically like an FWB app or whatever. You know, some people there are real, some people are not. But when you actually get it, and this is speaking from my perspective only. Let's say you're starting to try to get to know somebody, throwing off family, family by, hey, what's going on? You know, hey, good day, bad day, like I was work and shit like that. You're trying to be as friendly as possible and just kind of be this, you know, hey, that's, uh, I'm cool with that. That's fact find. Apparently nowadays, again, I'm speaking from my perspective, I mean, don't like that. I guess they don't like fact finds. I guess they want something. It's it's so strange. Again, I'm not trying to be a chauvinist or anything like that, but this is my perspective. Last couple ones that I had like a while ago, they were just like the very, all right, cool, like just info and then gone. Just very strange. By the way, it's Allison Williams. I don't know why I called her Megan Williams. I'm thinking about Megan. Stupid me. This is Violet McGraw, by the way. And uh, let's see what she's... Um, 
she is she's born in 2011. Yeah, so she is 13. Yeah, she, like like look, she has an uncredited scene in Ready Player One. Which guys, if you have never seen Ready Player One, do yourself a favor, watch Ready Player One, please. One of Spielberg's best movies. Not his best, but like one of his better ones. Like as far as like newer. Man, I haven't seen West Side Story. I heard that's great too. Maybe I'll watch it one of these days. Uh, Law and Order Special Victims, Jet. So some TV. Oh, she was in Doctor Sleep. Oh. She was in a podcast. Separation. A couple of shorts. Let's see what she's got coming. Asuga Part 2, A Wonderful Way with Dragons, and of course she's going to be in the sequel to Megan, titled Megan trying to fix here so give me just bear with me one second what a bitch <laughs> like seriously like, it's just so on her on like yeah yeah she let me play with nothing Okay, here's what I was looking for. Yeah, this is what I was talking about before. Um, like the biggest thing I noticed about the film before is on TikTok. As I said at the beginning, like their viral just marketing campaign was just so killer because, and like I said, it was three, four months before the film was actually released. And... It was everywhere, like on TikTok. I mean, not so much now. I think you'll see a couple of them, kind of like the Wednesday dance. It just goes and comes. But for a while, it was everywhere. And I was like, yeah, let me watch it. And then, like, the reviews came out and people liked it. Not that I care what reviewers say. And then uh, you have the building of another franchise, you know, because that's the big thing that movie studios are looking for nowadays. That's why you see so many sequels and reboots like people want that hot ip
yeah, here's the big thing that I was, I was telling you before is that child's play is a huge, huge influence. I mean, if you can't tell, it just is. Um, let's see. There was a couple of things. Yeah. I was speaking before is like, you know, vicarious learning through others. That's basically what Chucky was. And that's basically what Megan does. They learn through others. They just see, and they just kind of like take that, like in the last film, which I liked the, uh, the child's play remake. It wasn't horrible. Unfortunately, like the TV series kind of took over and you'll never see a sequel to that, which is kind of unfortunate. I kind of like the new direction they were going. Only issue I had was kind of Mark Hamill's voice up until the end when I thought he just was, oh, okay, this is like a newer Chucky. But anyway, I digress. As fear gets passed down from generation to generation, we've seen killer doll movies crop up year after year. The cycle keeps going from the boy. I don't remember the boy. Annabelle, I... Eh. You know, Annabelle and the boy. Eh, okay. Um, I think it was uh, the thing the ventriloquist dummies I saw in Anthony Hopkins' movie. Magic. That's another one. I've, I've heard of this magic movie by Anthony Hopkins. It's supposed to be an older film. About a creepy sort of, uh, I think it's about ventriloquism. I really have to watch this now because this I said like the fifth or sixth time I've heard that about that movie. Yeah, the Uncanny Valley is very creepy. <laughs> See, right here. See, they're getting along now. Like, and I think this was the goal. You know, to have them like this. It's funny, like, this relationship they get back later in the movie. Uh, you know, stuff happens. That's all I'll say. Stuff happens. Hmm, there's Bruce. Wayne? I'm not sure where you guys are at. And, you know, when you probably listen to this, it'll be morning or afternoon. I'm, I'm actually recording this. It's like almost 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but I do it for you guys. Got to keep schedule, you know. And as I said, um, schedule's all over the place, but... Mm. If you have a Wawa, I'm not sure if Wawa is in your state or your area, but if it is, you get a chance. They have the Beth smoothies in the world. My daughter just went out in a little midnight snack room, and she picked me up this mango banana smoothie. Delicious.
And that's the idea that is born. That's how usually it happens too with um you know you get an epiphany you get that you get like hmm wait a minute and then like I actually I'm talking to a friend of mine a coworker of mine and he's a um just a sick artist like just disgusting how good he is if he would give me his company name I would actually probably put so I think this is taking place in the period of is this one day You know, as I said in like in the um, the Child's Play movie, the remake, where I thought the design of the newer Chucky would look—he looked a little too weird for me. He looked too CG, or he just looked too fake. But with this, you're combining, like I said, you're getting. You're just getting child's play, but it's better. Everything is trumped up. And, like, the design of Megan is insane. And the thing about it, it's not just a practical effect. It's an actress as well. Megan is operated by three people. You have the uh, the voice. You have the, the, the actress itself. Let's see. I have it right here. So Amy Donald plays the physical Megan. And then Jenna Davis is the voice of Megan. Well, the designer is meant to, you can see this little uncanny valley with the doll. That's insane.
And again, it's a trope from Child's Play. Like, the more times that, you know, even though Chucky was a murderous psychopath, you know, I think deep down he does like Andy. But, like, just in a very... A little bit of Terminator, too. Again, you're going with the attribute of an evil AI. And in some films, it could be really bad, but when it's done well... Like, if you ever watch, um, oh, what am I, th- am I thinking 2001? Yeah, Hal. Watch Hal for sort of like a uh, creepy AI. How are you doing, David? What's going on? Like, <laughs> still remember that voice. Yeah. <laughs> It's just amazing, the design on the Megan. I mean, I guess it's half and half, but still. I mean, there's always something. Yeah, she's getting pissed. You can tell right there. So there's hardly any any CGI to Megan, which is it's probably like another reason why I like it so much. I'm a big practical guy. Um, director Gerard Johnstone said from the start we want to do something practical that didn't rely on CGI, something more fun. And that's if you listen to me long enough, you know that's kind of like my vibe. You know, I'm a big CG guy, and lots of movies are CG, but sometimes it's like watching a video game. I mean. Not just me. And in some TV series you could see it's just, ooh, okay. Like anything on sci-fi <laughs> literally had the bad CJ. But those movies are awesome.
see little little things like that. Just like, you know, oh, she's learning on her own. Like, she's picking up stuff. She can surf the web. And, again, a lot of stuff they kind of borrowed from the recent Child's Play movie. Like, it's, they're literally, like, a, as I said before, it's it's literally, they took all the stuff in the Child's Play movie that worked, and they just trumped it. And they just made it a creepy little girl doll. See, creepy little girls... Again, that's another thing, too, that is creepy is just the way that she's learning everything. She's she's like a little girl Ultron in a way. Because Ultron, if you watch Ages of and um I was gonna say Age of Apocalypse. <laughs> uh Age of Ultron. You know, Ultron is one of my favorite Marvel villains. If you I would say he's like top two. Because he was like this android in the comics, not the, not the movie. I mean, the movie he was he was really good in the movies. Too. James Spader voiced him. And I thought he was good, but he was too much like Tony for me. Where and he was like less. I don't know. He, in the comics, he was more creepier. Even in uh, Avengers Assembled, the animated series, I think um they made a good use of Ultron. Oh, ooh. You can tell how much time they they dedicated to making Megan look like like this, like excuse me, her subtle movements. <coughs> Again, the way she's observing things. You know, Ultron kind of did that in a, in a quick... 
Excuse me. There's little doggy. They made it creepy and terrifying. Yeah, sure, nothing's wrong. Right, Mom? Well, there was another person who actually did the Megan doll. You found out. Amy, Amy Donald is the first one. Doesn't say uh, anybody else. Puppeteers. Yeah, you could tell it was a ton of puppeteers in this. Six or seven puppeteers actually operated on this doll at a time. Manipulating Megan's neck. That's that's just insane. Oh, like one of the original designs was going to be a bloodthirsty Barbie? Nah.
It's funny, like, this was not supposed to be part of the demonstration. But in a way, it makes Megan more creepier. It's just so... See, where Chucky was just freaking murderous and he wanted to get back to a human body, like, Megan's not like that. She has empathy. And then, like, it's like the relationships with her and Katie right now. See, it's, it's insane how, like, this scene just switches. And then you throw the part where she's singing, too. Like, oh, man. I don't know what's creepier, like her holding that memory or her singing. Even she's like, what the hell? Too good to be true, but I think um, I think this is when they start seeing Is he stealing these? I, for I forget I think he's stealing the designs I don't know until later
see, the more I read about this movie, the more I like it. I'm looking at something right here that um, talks about, again, he's a stickler for Megan. He's like, the doll had to be close to a human as possible, but the actor who provided Megan's body movements in some shots had to learn how to move more robotically. So the actors are like just moving around robotically. That's insane. They had to work with movement coaches. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't, I'm not sure if anybody's adopted or gotten kids from, like, their brother or sister dying. I'm not sure. And hopefully not. But I'm not sure how the, how the legal system would work, like, if social workers would show up at a blood relative's house. I'm not sure. Like, I think for a non-blood, they would, but... insane That's, again, insane. There's a lot of theories in this movie that are really solid.
Kind of brings you back to that opening scene where she's in the back seat and she's just, you know, she's on her on a tablet, her laptop, and just you know, doing whatever, and just like focusing on that. But if you get it too attached, I mean, it's it's an interesting theory. Like, it, you don't want to be too attached to technology. You want to be able to like to have like a, a little bit of a balance. And that's where the other trick comes in. Whoa. See, just little things. What she does, how she says it. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I never had a camp counselor quite like that. Look at this. Look how creepy she looks in the middle of those dolls. Again, that's a big common theme is like just getting the kids outside more and less on their, their phones and the computers. Like like I said, in my generation, we always went out. Always went out. And I still try to go out here or there. A little tougher now, but... <laughs> like, what is this kid doing here? Well, he's like 16 years old. He looks like an old man. This guy's basically a ped. Yeah, look how old he looks.
just the way they shoot it too. Like she's not doing anything scary. She's just like looking, staring off to the screen, and her eyes just—it's all movement. That's why I think the director did a fantastic job with this. Uh oh. You know, Megan's a thinking AI. I wonder if she intentionally got herself caught. This is... What a dick. He's like 16 years old. Oof. Dude, great. Oh, it rips his freaking ears off. Dude, when she goes out on all fours, look at this. He just looks. And like the sound effects of like the, the creepy mechanics. Boom. Oh, did he die? I was under the intention that he lived. Man, lost an ear and got killed. Bummer. 
So creepy the way they, the, the, just the facials. Yeah, your dog was a bitch anyway. So this is what I was talking about before. Due to his popularity with the teens on TikTok, the movie had to be tamed so people could see. I guess it is a tame version. Megan did the Megan Dance ranking up 291 million views. That's insane. Huh. So apparently there's a version of this where it's more gory. Again, the way she's just slowly going down that dark path. I mean, there was like little instances like throughout this whole film. They kind of like pepper them in. But then they just get darker and darker and darker and darker. And then when she just clicks and goes full heel, it's just like, okay, it's just, it's earned. Again, what's more creepier? The doll, just the way she's just singing. Low mosh to Halloween. It's like little things like this, too. Like she's just walking uh, down a driveway into somebody else's house or garage. Like, like the lighting. It's another thing about horror movies. Like some of them can get really, really dark or like. It's all about atmosphere, shelling it, acting. Because horror movies, if they if done badly, you you'll know. And they become those those horror movies like, oh yeah, let me get drunk or hide it. 
little great pumpkin there. The way she comes out is so weird. Like, damn. What is that acid? Oh. My God, this cop is stupid. Yeah, I don't think so. A moron. Now she's starting to put two and two together. About time. Excuse me. Now I think this is where she finds out like the AI I've been tampered with or something. It's going to be... Uh oh, deleting all her files. See? See, it's just see that she becomes this AI that's like more human. 
to the obsession with something else is leading to this. Tantrums and everything. That's that disconnect that we're talking about. That got me too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So voice actor Jenna Davis didn't see what Megan looked like until she was in the studio recording. You know, if you look at um, Jenna Davis, I'm looking at her picture right now. Like, I'm not sure. Like, if you look at Megan and you look at her, I'm not going to say they look exactly alike, but they don't look dissimilar neither. Okay, let's go characters. Yeah, screenwriter, I'm looking at Alec Cooper, who was a screenwriter on this film, and he said he tried to build a more realistic horror film that subverts tropes. I mean, you can tell. Dude, it's so creepy how they sell this doll like it's a human. This girl's going to be a good actress. You can tell, man. She's got the chops. Like, she's only 13, I think. Wow, okay.
Obsession over something else to take the place. You know, the scene where they were talking, where the shrink is talking to her about that, like the getting too attached. It speaks about like a lot of relationships. Not that I've known personally, but like too attached is not healthy. Funkai. I think Funkai is an action figure company, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, ha ha. Sorry, this guy kind of sucks. <laughs> He's just way overplaying it. Kind of like a, um, a little homage to King Kong there. Kind of like that, you know, Megan is sort of like the monster now. You know, if you saw the original King Kong or the, um, or actually the remake also, they had like a scene where Kong is, you know, being 
showcase to New York City, like this big attraction. And he comes out. First off, I don't know how you can make cuffs that big, but he's basically cuffed to one side. Like each arm is out and like he can't get out. I think he was in a cage I wanted them to. Just the way they build it up. Like she's done this before. Why would you turn that thing on? To murder it all. Megan don't play. No chill. This is a cool little moment. I forgot the name of this song, but it's like an old 70s song. But the beginning is is so rad. And when she's walking down the aisle. Creepy little dance. It's gotta be hard. Look at the way she walks, very robotic. Oh, I killed him.
See, it's just the way she breaks down people before she kills them. It's like, gosh. It's so eerie how she moves, man. I know I've been repeating it to death, but Yeah, Megan can drive too. Something's here. So basically, Megan is what Ultron should have been. Not that he was a bad character in Age of Ultron. I just I thought he could have been better. I mean, everything can be better, but... The scare is this point. Like the tension building. And then reveals it. Ooh. Down like a toy soldier. That's an eighties song. My God, this she's playing toy soldiers. I mean, thinking Megan is not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's intentional, but like, um, 
I'm not sure if you guys have ever played Portal. I think it was an Xbox game or PlayStation. I'm not sure. But uh, they made Portal 1 and Portal 2. And, like, the main antagonist was a um, an evil sort of, like, computer called GLaDOS. So if you listen to GLaDOS' voice, GLaDOS' voice is very in and always talking in, like, puns. Like, hey, you rolled, you took a ball rolled it down a hill. It's not really funny. Like, very robotic funny. But I like GLaDOS and Megan as well. See, that's what I was like, wait a minute. Oh, she's made out of titanium. Okay. Damn. Well, short. Oh, I didn't know this. Allison Williams is always an exec producer in this film, so got her. Very crooked man right there. Damn. Got served. Megan has no chill. Man, beat to death by a hammer. You gotta plug that in unless she's got a wireless one. Oh, she got the wireless one. Okay. Again, a little homage to um, Child's Play with um, the dog getting kind of like disfigured towards the end. Yeah, 
Megan's got no chill, man. Just saying. Damn, this is like She's breaking down, Katie. Like, what's going on? All right. Robot versus robot. There we go. Your Bruce is a beast. Brusk whips her ass. Again, that stupid damn singing. Oh! Do the little Terminator vibes right now. No body, just basically. Oh, just arms and head. <laughs> Damn. Man, they bashed.
Damn, even D-Mask, she looks creepy. And Megan was harder to kill than the Terminator. Okay, so Megan was made for twelve million bucks, which is kind of crazy because the film looks really, really good. And it made one hundred and seventy-six million dollars, so of course they were going to make a sequel. And Blumhouse makes things pretty cheaply, and um, well, James Bond produced it, so that's Megan. Um, I still love this film. I think it's fun. I think it's a different twist on the horror creepy dolls. Um, takes AI to a different level. And definitely it's worth a watch, man. And um, I'm not sure if Mike saw this. I don't think he has, but um, he should watch it. He should watch it and enjoy it as much as I did. And I hopefully you guys did too. So anyway, guys, check out BAM. Check out the Facebook page. All that good and schnazzy stuff that we do. Post comments, post likes, ideas, thoughts, whatever you like. And I'll see you soon. Later, guys.